Hello beautiful humans, this is Alicia from Ethical Wellness Programs and you are listening to the Heal in Motherhood podcast, the show that combines the science of the mind-body connection and trauma research along with spiritual teachings and practical tools to help women heal their lives from the inside out and reclaim their inner goddess while showing up as the person, parent and partner they came here to be. If you like what you hear on today's show, please don't forget to leave us a review on the iTunes podcast app so that we can grow our community and impact as many women's lives as possible. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm really excited for today's episode. And today's episode, we've got Diana on, and she is a mum of three boys. She's a life coach and a psych K facilitator. She helps women move out of overwhelm, self-doubt and negativity to live a life that they truly love. And she intuitively helps women connect to their own inner wisdom and soul essence so they can heal learn to love themselves and align with their purpose. Hello and welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me, Leisha. I'm excited. I'm so excited for our chat. Yeah, it's going to be good. Well, first of all, we met, you was doing like a body love program. And what I noticed about you, so you was talking a lot about body acceptance and body image, and you had a photo shoot done where you was in your bikini and you was celebrating your mum body. That really inspired me, actually. And I was like, yeah, you was really living and breathing your message. And at the time, I was struggling a lot with self-image and body image after having my children. So your message really inspired me. And the fact you'd gone one step further and decided to really embody your message and get these photos done and post them on social media I thought was super super inspiring and super super brave so I just wanted to mention that thank you for that you don't realize how many people you're inspiring through social media and stuff so that's really how I first knew you and then obviously we've connected further from there yeah, I'm just really excited to hear more about your journey and what you're up to now. Oh my gosh, thank you. I just, I didn't realize that you'd seen these, um, these pictures from the photo shoot that I did. Yes. It's really funny when you work online as well as in person, because you don't realize that, you know, how it can ripple out and how other people can be impacted by that. So that's really nice thank you (laughs) that photo shoot was amazing I started with this kind of coaching work within the body image space because Mm -hmm. in anything that I do with my work I have to do it myself I have to like live and breathe it Mm -hmm. before I can teach it that's just me like I used to be a hypnobirthing teacher you know, <laughs> to use that with my own three children. I had to use all of that because that's what I was teaching, you know, it was it's just really important to me. And then when that turned into body image, I was like, right, what's going to really make me really uncomfortable? 
really push me and make me really uncomfortable. I'm like, a nude photo shoot, let's go. (laughs) Because I had a coach like many years ago who was just very like, she just scared me so badly, but she really pushed me. And she was like, you know, if it's uncomfortable, it means you're growing. If it's really uncomfortable, it means you're really growing. And, you know, she just went, what's the most uncomfortable thing that you could do? And I'd be like, go on social media in a bikini. (laughs) That's the most uncomfortable thing I could think of. And, you know, show vulnerability, showing my less than perfect body, the most uncomfortable thing. I was like, right, I'm going to do it. And I felt like I was going to vomit, honestly, hitting post on those pictures actually like physically in my body I felt like I needed to be sick and then when I got like response back which was like it was such a positive response it was like some rewiring happened in my brain and I was like wow this is it's not what I see in the mirror you know that's and it just it really helped to change things around in the way that I saw myself and in the way that I saw my body. And I know that I want to help as many people as possible in the world. (laughs) It's kind of like, I really feel like is my purpose. That's why I'm here. Mm. And that is just one way of doing that because women have been through and women continue to go through so much in terms of having to be a certain way in order to feel accepted and seen by society. They have to sort of never age and they have to always look a certain way. We have to be all in the same proportion and always have clear skin and no hair and places that we shouldn't have hair and the place we should have hair, it should be full and, (laughs) you know, voluptuous and, you know, all the things. And it's all a lie. It's all a lie. And I think I just want to shine a light on that, that it is a lie. And we are actually our most beautiful when we are truly embodying ourselves and our true spirit and our true nature. And that's, you know, the good and the bad. And there is just such beauty for me. I can see such beauty when people embody that. And they are 100% themselves and they don't feel like they have to change themselves in order to be accepted by the people and society. And because we're all here in our uniqueness, right? You know, like a, a flower, like a daffodil doesn't try and be an oak tree because it's not meant to be. You know, it's a beautiful flower within its own right. And yet when we try and do that with each other, When we try and compare ourselves and our bodies with each other, that is exactly what we're doing. (laughs) We're trying to be something that we're not, you know? And there's so much beauty in just living and breathing your uniqueness. And when other people around you can witness it, that's even better. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, that's, I don't know where that all came from, but that was, uh, that was, that's important. That's like the underlying message of what I seem to teaching or helping people discover, I think, is just really embracing their unique essence. Yeah, I love that. That's so beautiful because it goes so much 
deeper than just our body image, right? Like that's like the surface layer because that's how we walk and live and are known in the world. So it starts with this layer of how we look, you know, that is the true representation of who we are. But we're not just our body. We are so much more deeper than that. And I think when you do go through the journey of motherhood and your body changes, you know, I think on one hand, you have this idea of like, wow, I've created a baby inside me. You've given your whole body to this baby, birthed this baby, you know, wow, how amazing is my body? It's like you've got the two, the two little people, you've got that on one side and then you've got the other on the other side who is, oh, I can't get rid of this baby belly or the stretch marks or the pain or the um, digestive issues or the autoimmune diseases, you know, your immune system really gets shot to pieces when you're pregnant with a child. And this can create more dis-ease within the body for women. And I know that that was, you know, a big part of my story is that I'd always had really good self-image and self-body image. But after pregnancy and during pregnancy, I felt like my body had fouled me because I was in so much pain and I was always sick and all of these things. I had all the lived these stories that my body had failed me and then I started to have more of this toxic relationship with my body yeah I feel like the body image stuff is the surface level and then as we start to do more of this deeper work what we realize is it goes so much deeper than that it goes beyond just our body image I guess yeah. And and because like what you said, the body is the layer that can be seen. Mm. <laughs> we we hide a lot of stuff, right? But then the body is the layer which can't really be hidden. Well, you can to a certain extent, but it is all about what's going on up here, you know, in your mind. Mm. It's not really about your body at all. It was never about the body. It's about how you feel on the inside. And if that is, you know, if you feel amazing and you completely love yourself and you are just adoring of yourself, you are in a completely different place to, you know, being affected by things like social media posts or what society tells us, the messages that we get from society. You're in a completely different vibrational place. So it kind of just bounces off you. But when you're in it, And when you're in the thick of it and you've got vulnerability there and you've got a feeling of, you know, worthlessness or not feeling good enough, and then you get impacted by these messages, it just hits so deep, you know? And what we're told in society is change the the outside, yeah? Change the body, have the nip, have the tuck, have the Botox, do the things, get to the gym and try this diet. There's this really great operation you can have. That's the magic pill, guys. That's going to cure everything. You know, (laughs) follow this regime and you're going to feel amazing. And it's a lie. (laughs) It's just a lie. 
it's just really, really clever marketing wrapped up beautifully to just suck you in. And it works, sadly. It does, you know, it works because people go, oh, that's the answer to all my problems right there. If I could just lose the weight, if I could just, you know, have bigger boobs, if I could just not have the stretch marks, whatever it is, you know, if I could turn back time, if I could reduce the lines, the puffiness that, you know, God, like X, Y, Z, whatever it is, then I will feel amazing. Then I will feel uh, worthy. You know, it's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It is not the truth because actually, if that were the truth, then every single supermodel on the planet would be the happiest person alive. (laughs) And they are not. You know, sometimes they're even the most unhappy. Because they're under the most pressure or they can so they've got so much pressure they can't ever age or, you know, all of the things. But it's what we're being fed, you know, all the time, all the time. And, you know, when you keep people in that trap, when you keep people in that prison, they don't realize their worth. You know, they don't realize how great they are because they can't see it. You know, it's not reflected by society, but the truth is, is that that work is inner work that you have to do on your own. And you have to almost vet the things, the triggers, the, the social media people that you're following and create your own little algorithm to focus on what it is that you want, the people that inspire you, the people that make you feel good, that uplift you. And, and bring out the best in you. You know, you can create that for yourself. Like in that way, you create your own reality. So there is power in that. But realizing like just what you said, it's not actually the body. It's so much deeper than that. Then <laughs> I remember when I first started doing this, it all got triggered for me by walking into a, a fitting room. Mm. I was going to go and buy a bikini for the first time since after having my three boys. And I am quite petite, like I'm quite naturally kind of athletic. I've got a very tall husband, so I have really big babies. And he's really tall, I'm quite short. And I have my my belly, the skin on my belly was really, really stretched, like beyond repair. <laughs> so stretched that it really hurt when I touched my belly. I remember at the end of my third pregnancy, I couldn't even touch my belly because it was so stretched. It was so sore. (laughs) He was almost 5kg by the time he came out. It was huge. Uh, So my belly, every single pregnancy, it just, it kind of got more and more shriveled and more and more wrinkled. You know, I've got like this kind of like a lot of loose skin around my belly exercise or yoga or something. I remember feeling like good. I remember feeling really good about myself, about my body and my fitness and all the rest of it. And I was like, right, now's the time. I'm going to go and buy myself a two-piece bikini. I'm going to go on this holiday. And, you know, I, I mentally I was really good. Mm. And then I remember walking in to this woman who was lovely, was like, oh, what are you here for? And I was like, I want a bikini. What colors do you like? So I had like 20. She'd loaded me up with all these bikinis. Off I go into the fitting room and start trying them on. And like, as soon as I took off my clothes and put on this bikini, I just, something happened in my brain. Like I just hyper-focused on my belly area and that's all I could see. 
Mm. All I could see was this kind of wrinkled stretch belly and a really bright bikini. <laughs> Just highlight <laughs> everything, you know? And I something happened, like there was like an internal panic that arose inside me. And I remember my heart was beating so fast and felt really dizzy. I felt a bit ill. And it was a full-on panic thing that was happening in my body. And I ended up not buying the bikini or even trying on more than one because I just literally ran out of the shop. And I remember the woman, the poor sales lady on the outside telling me, you know, what's going on in there? Are you okay? And I was just, gosh, just not sure about this. I'm just not sure I can wear a bikini. I remember saying that to her and she was like, do you know what? You've got a beautiful body. It's all about mindset and all of this. And I was like, I can't believe this woman is telling me the mindset person (laughs) (laughs) that it's all about mindset. And there I am having a full scale panic. I couldn't get my head around it. Mm. It was more than just a think positive kind of moment. It was more than that. It was really deep. So I ran out of the shop And I went home and I had just discovered the thing that I do now, which is called Psyche. I had just literally finished my training at that point. And we learned this thing in the training called a relationship balance where, you know, you can look at another person and you do this set of body positions. And what that does is that it rebalances the subconscious distress that you might have about that person standing in front of you. So you essentially take any subconscious stress out of what happens when you're with that person. Anyway, it's amazing. It's called the relationship balance. Yeah, it's really good. It's life-changing. And I remember thinking, I wonder if I could do this balance with myself, looking in the mirror as opposed to not having someone else in front of me, but actually doing it and doing the balance on myself. So I was like, I'm going to go do it because I've just had this real moment, just like one of these moments. I just knew it was a life-changing moment that had just happened. And I remember going, I was like, I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to do a relationship balance with myself in front of the mirror. So I did it and it was all great. And staring right at my belly, staring at my stretch marks and and all the things that made me panic. Mm. And finished up the balance. And at the end of every balance, there's always an action step that you have to do because you're working on the subconscious, but there's also that 5%, which is the conscious, which needs to just come and join, you know, to make that balance all powerful. (laughs) So my action step, which I gave myself was to go back to the place where I got the bikini and actually buy the bikini and then eventually (laughs) wear the bikini. to put on social media in front of everybody. <laughs> yeah, that came, that came later. That came later. That was, that was the next action step. <laughs> One step at a time, right? So, yeah, so I went back and tried on the bikini. And I was like, okay, let's just see what happens here. And I like, my body hadn't changed. Obviously, it was like the next day. My body hadn't changed, but something had shifted in my brain where I could look at myself in the mirror and even at the bikini this time going, oh, it's actually quite a nice bikini, you know, <laughs> not rather than hyper-focus on everything that was wrong. What I perceived was wrong. It wasn't actually wrong. 
And I was like, yeah, it's, this has worked. Like, this has worked. And now I have to buy this bikini, bought the bikini. And, you know, all of it was kind of like, hey, deep breaths. You can do it. You can do it. And then, you know, I went onto the beach and I wore it. And I was like, you know, just strutting up and down the beach in this bikini. And I was like, yeah, this is good. This is really good. Mm. Um, and then, you know, like I said at the beginning, I have to do something myself before I can help others with it. And I have to prove to myself that I know that this is going to work and that this is legit. Mm. And because I'm like, if I can do it, other people can do it. And that's it. And that's where it all kind of the body image journey or the body image coaching, that's where that started with my own little, yeah, bikini story. But it really lit a fire in me, you know, because I was just like, it wasn't just my belly. It was actually, for me, it was the fear of being seen as someone that wasn't perfect, you know, because we have this thing, like, well, for me, anyway, I had a thing that I could only be loved and accepted by people if I was perfect. And that was another, that's a whole other thing, but... (laughs) The bikini was a highlighter of that because it was like showcasing the imperfection. And obviously you can't really hide if you're wearing a bikini. So it was like, now people are going to see you as less than perfect. And how do you feel about that? And I'll be like, I'm okay. You know, I'm okay. And if I can do this and I can inspire someone who watches a photo shoot to go, do you know what? She's wearing a bikini. Her body's not perfect, but she seems pretty happy. Maybe I can do it too. Mm. That's amazing. Then mission complete. (laughs) That makes me feel really good, you know? And that kind of lit up a whole other thing about how, you know, we have been conditioned to not show imperfection. That goes with, you know, like, filters and photoshopping and makeup and all of the things it's all a message isn't it it's all a message you have to look a certain way you have to be perfect no one's gonna love you if you're not Mm. and that's the kind of you know girls not just girls boys as well like bombarded with this message from tiny and a lot of the clients that I worked with around this you know talked about this all started when they were sort of a little girl, maybe seven or eight years old. They have early memories of an adult saying something to them or, you know, it was just it was just a message that they received really, really early as children about having to look a certain way in order to be what, whatever, whatever it was for them. And really, I, sometimes I have moms say to me, do you work with children? I know you have to go into schools and be doing all of this stuff. And I'm really like, do you know what? It's I, I work with moms. I work with moms because children learn from their mothers, you know? And if a child is around a mom who is okay with how she is when she looks in the mirror, there is a really strong message to the child, a really strong message. And that's probably the strongest message that that child's going to get. So I really work with moms on, you know, this whole thing, self-love, self-acceptance. You don't have to be perfect in order for you to love yourself. You can start now. 
please start now. <laughs> please don't wait. Don't wait until you've lost the weight. Don't wait until, you know, you don't have that wrinkle on your forehead anymore. Don't wait until you've <laughs> you had the lip injection or whatever it is that you want to do, which is totally fine. You know, you do what you do to whatever you need to do. I'm not, I don't, you know, hold any judgment to any woman who chooses to do those things. But I'm just like, don't let that be the thing that you need to do. Because the thing that you need to do is do the self-love work. That's what you need to do. You know, anything else is just a little cherry on the top, you know? Oh, I love that message. You know, it can be a bit of a cliche, I guess, of like self-love and self-care. But it's so much deeper. And I saw this quote the other day, and I can't remember who it was by, but and I'm going to butcher it, but it was kind of this idea that you can't hate yourself into loving your body. Like we think if we hate ourselves enough, that will push us to go to the gym and eat the healthy diet and work for the fit, healthy body that we want. And then we'll be worthy and then we can love ourselves and then, you know, we'll have the life that we dreamed of. But actually, it's the opposite way around. It's actually we need to learn to love ourselves first. And that then has a knock-on effect and creates the behaviors without the resistance. There's so much resistance when it comes to dieting and exercise and people do it for, you know, we start a diet on a Monday, they finish by Friday, and they're going to start again on Monday, and they're going to have their cheat day and whatever it is. And it's this vicious cycle. And like you said, it's the marketing. It's so freaking clever. It makes you believe that that is <laughs> what's going to help you. Yeah. But it's totally bloody backwards. It's like, no, actually, the body that we've created on the outside is a reflection of what is inside. It's a reflection of what's happening for us inside our heart. If we believe our body is worthy of organic food and exercise and walking and being loved, in its entirety as it already is, that is going to show on the outside. So it's like a glow, you know, it's like a glow that comes from inside. When you have that, you have that love from yourself. It's like an inner radiance that radiates out. Mm. And we are taught the opposite. We are taught exactly the opposite. Get the outside sorted and then you'll be glowing on the inside. (laughs) It's the complete opposite. Yeah. But you know what? I, I, I posted this a while ago. It was a question and it was like, what would happen if every single woman on the planet woke up tomorrow and realized how worthy they were? What would happen? There'd be yeah. probably a financial collapse is what would happen. You know, <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like there would be a financial collapse because, the, you know, all of the industries that plague on women's insecurities Mm. they wouldn't be they would cease to be because they would not be needed Mm. and it's not a nice thing to think about but I think it's true yeah yeah Yeah. but when you wake up that it's like you can see through the messaging a bit more you can see it yeah I think as well it is hard it's not easy to love your body it's hard to accept your body like when you were speaking there a few things came up for me And one of the things was like seeing the person in the mirror and knowing that that's me and being like, oh, this is the person I see in the mirror. And then seeing myself in a photo. If I see myself, like when I look in the mirror, it's not the same person that I see in a photo. 
And it's really bizarre. It's like the person I see in the mirror is me, but then when I see myself in a photo, maybe it's like a side profile or something like that, I'm like, oh, that doesn't feel like me. You know, and it's really weird. Like it's and it's it's bizarre perception, right? Through your eyes, you're looking through a filter of all of your beliefs. Mm, think about that you you know that set phrase when you see the world through rose tinted glasses do you know that phrase when you're like oh you can see the world through rose. you're looking at everything positively basically and it's like we've got the same so our eyes are just reflecting back to us what's happening up here and Mm. that's it because if there was a belief there that oh I'm really ugly or I'm not beautiful or whatever it is. If we have those deeply ingrained beliefs, which can be stacked up over time through years and years and years and years and years of conditioning, that is what your eyes will reflect back to you because it's got this filter of all of these crazy beliefs. When you change the beliefs, you literally change what you see. You change, you change what you're looking at. You know, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change change yeah I like that quote it's super interesting and another thing that you brought up about the children as well you know what the messages that we we unconsciously send these messages we're not consciously saying oh you know you don't even have to receive the message as a child like oh you're a bit chubby you can go and lose weight although that is the message that some people have received It can be so unconscious that it doesn't have to be a direct message. It can be, like you said, the way that we look at ourselves in the mirror or the way that we take a photo or how we say, oh, when you're taking that photo, don't get my belly or only get this side or get my good side or whatever it is, these things. This creates, starts to stack these beliefs for our children as well. Our children just ground us so much like and I think it's just so cute when like if I'm naked like the kids love being naked Mm. right they're like naked baby and they're running around the house and they're being naked and it's adorable and I might get out of the shower naked or whatever and they'll be they think it's hilarious and like B will come over to me and she was says oh look at your big bum mum (laughs) and then like she'll like tap on it or yeah you know or she'll say oh, mum, you got such a big belly and then she'll like wobble it. Yeah. Something. And I'm like, the innocence of it, it makes more sort of like fun and sort of like they have helped me see that it's not that much of a big deal. And she says, I can't wait to have a big bum like you, mum. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I love you. And that's it. Like, so through their eyes, they're seeing you through a different filter. Yeah, you can see yourself through the way that they look at you. You see something completely different. Mm. You see this beautiful, loving person just radiating with love because that's what they see when you're looking at them, you know, that's what they see. And it's just literally just like switching, switching the focus and yourself in a different way but you you know we are up against a lot in this world that we live in so I don't want anyone to feel bad about themselves like hearing this you know because we are set up to fail I think that's Mm. really important for every woman to know it's like you are being set up here to fail this is a big deal this is a journey that you've got to go on to come back to the truth of 
what's really real you know the truth of what you are is just absolutely beautiful and that's with everyone you know every spirit is so unique and beautiful and (laughs) when we look inwards we can really discover that and we can really see it and that's what I do is that I help women connect to that you know I help women connect to that truth and you know their their realness what's really real for them not the stories <laughs> not the beliefs not anything that the ego is telling you it's that's just yeah it's all conditioning it's all conditioning so how can someone start on their body love self love mm. love journey <laughs> how, uh, how do we oh, like yes said, it's difficult it is it is hard on just being positive doesn't cut it it goes so much I want to point that out as well to women is like just saying oh I love my body it goes way deeper than that it's not an easy journey yeah so how do people start on this journey well look I would say a really good place to start is with gratitude because that is something that everyone can do (laughs) And just directing it towards your body. Something that I used to do in the shower is just a little practice where as I would wash my body parts, (laughs) I would say thank you. So I would take something really nice, maybe a little drop of essential oil or something and put it on your whatever you wash your body with, even if it's just your hands and you've got your scrub or whatever it is that you're using. And just as you're washing each body part, saying thank you to it. So, you know, I was washing my legs out. Thank you for my leg for, you know, holding me up all day. (laughs) And, you know, thank you for my arms so I could pick up my children today. Thank you for my long hair, for keeping my head warm on my head. (laughs) And really, you might have to dig deep. But what happens is you start to build a kind of momentum. So once you get past a certain point, about 17 seconds, something will become a little bit more automatic and it won't. We won't be so strained. And then you'll start to sort of see little things that you never even notice. Like maybe you go into like, thank you for the nails on my fingers because they really protect my hands. And you know, tiny little things. Thank you for the tiny hairs in my nose that are filtering out all the dirt when I breathe in. You know, you just keep up this momentum. And it's really good, I think, to say thank you, but not just thank you, but because. Mm. So don't just say thanks to my legs, thanks to my arms, thanks to my, you know, because it's just rattling off a list and it doesn't mean anything. But when you go into because the why, why are you thankful yeah. for your belly? Why? You know, what, what's your belly ever done for you? And then it, it, it sort of causes another part in your brain to turn on and go, actually, yeah, I'm like the skin on my belly actually keeps all my organs in. <laughs> It really does. It really does. And, and and thank you to my belly for accommodating that massive child of mine at the end. For <laughs> holding on, you know, for not splitting open completely. Like it held this child so that he could grow to his maximum capacity before he came out. And that's like, that was a real switch for me as well. Like just really thanking those different body parts because it's so easy. Your brain is wired for negativity. It is wired for negativity. Another reason we're set up for failure is because the brain is designed to keep you safe. 
It's not designed to sort of live in gratitude. It's designed to keep you safe. So it's always on the lookout for threats. You know, what's going to be threatening me? Oh, it's if I get judged for looking a certain way, that's a threat. So what do I need to do? I need to defend myself and go on a diet and do all the things. The heart is a different energy completely. The heart is like your soul truth. And that will tell you your brain is wired for negativity. It will focus on the negative. Your heart is actually the truth of what your soul is trying to say. So when you go into gratitude, you enter your heart. You know, when you're going into gratitude, you're operating from here, not necessarily from from up in your brain. So anything that operates from the heart is going to help you with self-love. Gratitude is like, I would say, the first step practice on this journey. It's an easy in, it's an easy access point. And it's something everyone can do. There's always something to be grateful for. If you direct it towards your body specifically, even better, your body's going to function better. Yeah, gorgeous. I love that. I love the idea of sending gratitude to your body because it's not something that we do. We do, like you say, we just focus on the negative and it can feel so consuming. A simple way to snap out of that and just flip the script, even if it is just for the time that you're in the shower or whatever, you know. And yeah, thank you for sharing that. And for the listeners, I will put that into an email for you. If you're not on the Kill in Motherhood podcast email list, then head to the show notes and there's a link in there where you can get on the email list and receive healing hacks every week with the podcast. So yeah, get yourself on the list for that. And we're going to start to wrap up now. So I'd really like to ask you sort of my last question, which is what has been your biggest lesson from motherhood or from your children? I think simplicity, because like you just said it, you know, looking through the eyes of a child, it's just so simple. It's so beautifully <laughs> simple. And like we just as grown ups, we try and complicate everything. Mm. <laughs> I just think there's something just so beautifully simple about seeing things through your child's eyes. Mm. My simple takeaway <laughs> <from> my children <laughs> love them all. <laughs> yeah oh that's so beautiful I love that so yeah if people want to work with you or learn more about you where can they find you so I'm on Instagram and I'm on Facebook my Instagram is Diana Fisher underscore life coaching and that is linked to my Facebook as well you're going to give them all those lovely details but I've also got a Facebook group. It's like a it's like a free community, which any woman is welcome to join who wants to, you know, go on the self-love journey with it with a tribe. Because I think community is so important. And I think women are just so incredible at supporting each other. That's just just what we do. So I offer some free events and things like that in there, just mental health check-ins. So just, yeah, just a really nice supportive group space. That's called the self-love community. And that's on, that's on Facebook as well. I work in there and I sort of, I come in and do events sometimes. And I also uh, work one-to-one. Mm-hmm. So I do sort of 
one-off sessions, one-off Psych K sessions. I do six-week um, Psych K and life coaching, and I do 12-week as well, Psych K and life coaching together. So we go on a journey together, and it's really, really fun. <laughs> Can only people in Perth access the um, coaching sessions? No, online. So, yeah, and it's just as effective online. Yeah you did want an in-person session I do that as well and I do that in Perth mm. so it's really yeah it's really up to them so I've got clients kind of all over which is really nice so we just work out time zones and things like that and yeah go on a go on a self-love journey and see what happens in your life see what changes it's, it's pretty incredible I love doing what I do awesome yeah I really get that from you Awesome. So thank you. Thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us today. I've really enjoyed our chat and thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. No worries. So if you enjoyed the show today, you can reach out to us on social media and uh, let us know what your biggest takeaway from the session was today. We'll catch up next week. Namaste. Thank you for being here with us. Bye. Ha, <laughs> ha,